So, Chris, how was your trip to Azerbaijan? Oh, it was fantastic. You should have been there. Yeah, offended some locals. Uh, I wish you guys were there. Yeah, were you racist again? Uh, I don't think I was, but uh, I'm very ignorant to the fact. So I, I'm pretty sure I've offended so many people with that. Yeah, they don't like Japanese impressions. So what are you going to do? <laughs> Speaking of racism, mm. while you were in Azerbaijan, we did a um, you know Oscars. Yes, they're very white this year. We didn't oh, expect on yes. that. One thing me and Matt forgot to bring up, I mean, we remembered after we'd finished recording, mm. that black people have BET awards. Yes, and black entertainment. So yeah. it, isn't that a bit racist? It is. There was a person... So if white people had just white entertainment awards, if they had wet awards, <laughs> then people would be up in arms. They're... Like I, I think people are way too eager to jump on white people if they think they're being slightly racist th- even when they're not i think they're looking for racism with them there are there's a divide d- division in the black community some people like black entertainment because it's like this you know no one touch it, it's their entertainment but at the same time there are those that believe that that the existence of black entertainment uh see you know it, it segregates but it's it's a necessary but it's not you know black people that are doing it, it's a necessity because they have a need for black entertainment because no one makes it in the white tv stations so it's like something it's just an example of the fact that you know hollywood is a bit racist and you've got all these tv companies that are a bit racist and yeah but if you didn't have the black entertainment awards maybe black people would move into the entertainment that white people usually in inhibit i think it's too much of a situation to simplify that way <laughs> but um i i think it's just something that exists out of necessity and and it's it's morally decisive uh, i mean it offers up black entertainment as it does i mean it's on the, it's on the can but the fact that it has to exist because of you know the segregation in tv or the lack of diversity mm. which is a shame all i'm saying is that you know if at least black people have a chance to get nominated for an oscar yeah there's no way that they wouldn't have any chance whatsoever unless they're completely shit. <laughs> so I think, yeah, I, I don't... I just think they are to, jumping on white people when they don't have to. To be fair to Hollywood, it is quite liberal, <laughs> Hollywood. So it's not as if it, it's not... Yeah. I wouldn't... For Hollywood's not open to having kind of films about kind of black people, so... No, they're not, because every couple of years they come out with a film about slavery... Oh, yeah, that makes everything much better, doesn't it? It doesn't have to be (laughs) slavery, does it? (laughs) It's like they're so... They just like looking back into their past. The the only way they could make that worse is if every time they came up with that film, it would just literally be just Amistad, the next one, you know? Amistad 4, Amistad 5, you know? Anyway... I think we designated enough time to that on the spicy hot potato of a racism topic episode. Yeah. <laughs> Us doing racism. We'll save that for the racism episode. <laughs> we did do a racism episode while you were away because we thought you might be accidentally offensive. Oh yeah. shit! Actually, it was my fault. I was accidentally offensive. I got mi- Spike Lee and Spike Jones mixed up. Yeah. Damn it. Oh. And then I said, "Is that the white oh, one?" That's oh, <laughs> I know. They're I both horrified. called Spike. It wasn't about their race. I do not see colour in this. I used to get Jimi Hendrix and Lenny Kravitz mixed up, <laughs> and I realised it's literally that's even worse. Yeah, that yeah. is because they're black. Yeah, yeah, it's very bad. But I think it's because I really liked them both. But yeah, that was I actually once called him uh, Jimmy uh, Lenny Hendrix. <laughs> if they breeded, <sighs> I wish they did. They'd have a Lenny Hendrix. Yeah. So you thought Lenny Kravitz or whatever he's called? I didn't think it. It's just something that, like, you know, when you're trying to remember a name, and that's yeah. the first one that pops up. 
and then straight away you correct yourself and you're like, oh no no no, I meant sorry. You know, like Jim, yeah. uh, Lenny, Lenny, Lenny. So you thought Lenny choked on his own vomit? I didn't. I just it literally it was just one of those things where for a split second you you, yeah. you get the name wrong. Um, you know what, Lenny Hend- uh, Lenny, Lenny Hend- now I'm doing it. See, Lenny that's Kravitz. exactly it. That's my point. <laughs> there you are. No, that's Tom because you, not because that's of That's exactly what I do. But Lenny Kravitz, he looks good for someone in his 50s. I know, right? Apparently he's celibate. I don't believe that, but apparently he's celibate. Well, if celibate creates, like, a, a superstar daughter, then I'm not surprised. She's not really a superstar, is she? She's just well, very, very attractive. She is very attractive, yes. Anyway, that, which we leads into the racist episode. <laughs> Speaking well, of uh, straight to the point, uh, aerodynamic conversations. Did you just say aerodynamic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the best one we've ever had. <laughs> what about racism? <laughs> no, aerodynamic conversations. <laughs> Arrow. Oh, okay. This episode is not on the Green Arrow crit, Matt. Who is it? Oh, on? I get it, I get it. Yeah, segue, <laughs> segue. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I'm with you, you now. I'm with you. That's right. We're talking about segues. <laughs> you um, yeah. So this episode's on Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone had to say it. <laughs> really? Hmm. So yeah, <laughs> the English legend that was. Wait, no, Chris. What, what do we legend? have to do before then? <laughs> Intro <myself>. music. <laughs> That wasn't as loud as I was expecting. I've had heard louder than Yeah, I can't shout too loud. Where we talk about stuff. <laughs> anyway, so this episode, Chris, you started going into it, so I'll let you right, finish. Yes, so this episode is about uh, Robin of Loxley, the legend that is Robin Hood from uh, English folklore. And uh, oh, England has a lot of that kind of honourable folklore going on, like King Arthur and Merlin and uh, Jimmy Savile. But I think it's oh, Robin yeah, Hood. Oh, by the way, Chris, you missed the King Arthur episode too. Oh, God damn it. Okay. <laughs> Robin Hood, though, has always stuck out. Uh, he's more like a... He's quite an English champion of um, you know, nobility and honour, you know, giving to the poor, doing the right thing, you know, hanging out with men in the woods. <laughs> I think that's... Yeah, I think that's quite a... Something that's stuck with English culture for so long and for good reason it's a great story you know so he kept first documented sighting sighting <laughs> story of him was from like 1377 in a poem was that around the first crusades or the second crusades or something like i think that? it was he he lived dr- well in the story he lived during the third crusade yeah because that's when <sighs> richard the lionheart was about i think right so it's weaves into that story yeah, so he is from English folklore, like you said, but he's a master archer and swordsman, mm. hence the arrow segue that flew over Matt's head uh, like an arrow from uh, Robin Hood would. Uh, uh, good, good one, Tommy. Yeah. So, like I said, he was a supporter of King Richard, the Lionheart. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he's called... I, I guess he's called Lionheart because he's brave, right? I think... Yeah, because... Uh, yeah. But the lion from Wizard of Oz was not. I think Saladin actually... Uh, liked him as well as a as a foe you know and it's something to do with his just being courageous mm. he's very good in battle yeah he was very good in battle i think he fought in the third crusades at some point i always get too. my my third crusade mixed up with my seconds and firsts because uh it's yeah, not I as easy get mixed up they're all called crusades they're not as easy as like sep- they don't have separating features like world war Two did bloody yeah. hell, that was, you know soundtrack and costumes yeah. 
Mm. I've been on so many crusades, they're just kind of all like muddled up in my head they as well. They meander so, into yeah. one, don't they, man? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so in, well, the tales that we've probably heard, he came from nobility mm. and he gave, stole from the rich, gave to the poor. But in the earliest occurrences of him in fiction, he was actually a yeoman, which is someone that services nobility. Isn't that like a Welsh archer or something? It's, it's someone that works for nobility, like in the household, or does some sort of job, services them. Oh, right. In some way, or has or a another. small piece of land. <coughs> yes, the other one. That That's the other one, yeah. Of Longsley. Yeah, a tiny piece of land, so it's not nobility. Yeah, but not... in in the law that well, in the fiction that I've read and like watched, he seems to be of a high status, yeah. but it doesn't seem so. He's doing a bit better than some of the beggars, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, he's also a, a, a from Yorkshire. That's the basis. Well, we'll get onto that in a minute. Well, we'll get onto that when we discuss whether he's real or not. So he did. He lived in Nottinghamshire. Ah, no, 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 no. no. Well, no, he lived in Sherwood Forest. The original poem is set in Yorkshire. Ah, Uh yeah. Okay. Well, in fiction, (laughs) he lives in Sherwood Forest, and he has an antagonistic relationship with the sheriff of Nottingham who uh, suppresses his peasants and just steals from them and tax the shit out of them. So sort of like our government. Mm. But very yeah, much, yes, indeed. Yeah, very much like our government. So we don't have enough so, Robin Hoods anymore. So he's like a rebel. He's like the anonymous of the third, 14th century, <laughs> I feel. Yeah, because he, um, he hits, he hits like, um, the sheriff with um, an arrow and then he beheads him. That's, that's quite... Dude, that's, quite a that's metal. Yeah. What? That's metal, did you say? I'd, ne- yeah. I'd never knew he actually did that to the sheriff. Yeah, hmm. in the original kind of early kind of things. That's how so, he yeah, kills that's... the sheriff. I always associate Robin Hood with, like, he always gets away just in time, turns around to the sheriff, gives him a little wink. Sheriff shakes his fist, but secretly he loves the, the thrill of chasing Robin. Yeah. He does, I think that's it. He does like the thrill of chasing Robin. Yeah. But then sometimes, sometimes Robin can aid him in certain ways. They have common goals sometimes, yeah, like but then... Venom and Spider-Man or something like yeah, that, but like, really, sort really... Of like his King John, I think. They were both opposed him, who was Richard's brother. Wasn't he, like, a regent? In, like, he wasn't really a yeah, king, he was just yeah. a regent. Well, no, no, he, yeah, he was a regent. He was King Richard's brother. Mm. But he could have been King but John. He named, he he named himself Well, no, John, he yeah. did eventually become King John when Richard died. Yeah. Uh. So I was correct. Uh, I, did, his, said he I was, did history he, and was correct. You said he was and never king, right? Well, I did history and was correct, and then was corrected by Chris, and I went along with it, okay? Did history. (laughs) (laughs) I recited it. He did good, Tommy. He did good. He did good. He did good. He also had a band of merry men, which included Little John. Little John's awesome. Little John. (laughs) Much, Will Scarlet, Friar Tuck, Alan A. Dale. Mm -hmm. Dale, sorry. Arthur A. Bland. I don't understand all these A's in the middle of That's probably a French name, right? Yeah. Possibly. Maid Marion and David of Doncaster. Oh, yeah. Maid Marion was a merry man, man, was she? Well, yeah, but... And also, I should probably point out, in the earliest depictions of Robin Hood in fiction and folklore and poetry and stuff, Fire Tuck and Maid Marion weren't in them. Ah. Uh, it was just the others. I thought, they yeah. came around later on. I, I think they came around the 15th century There was century literally just three of them yeah. at the beginning. It was like Robin Hood, yeah. Little John. Yeah, but I think there was quite a Little big Scott. chunk of time without Friar Tuck yeah, and Maid Marian. Yeah. They came along a couple of centuries later. It's a shame, but it, it does ring true because you, you can't imagine, like, an actual uh, princess and a, a priest going out, you know, just okay with this. Working with the outlaw. Yeah, exactly. 
but, um, until the story gained traction. It's such a lovely, you know, image, but obviously you think, yeah, I'm not sure about that. People would expect then, and they do stretch the story well, the, a bit. the princess might be rebelling against her father. Until she gets tired but of Lady sleeping Marion rough. But Lady Marion wasn't a princess, right? She was just a lady. I think in the story, isn't the, the idea is her father was wronged by the Sheriff of Nottingham or something like that. Yeah, King so she, she, she was always a supporter of Robin. Yeah. Uh-huh. That, and she was very charitable in her own right. So Yeah. And in the BBC TV show, they turned her into sort of like a vigilante as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was quite nice because it shows that women can do stuff. Yeah, man. And they're just not there to be saved. I mean, she did die, but... Oh, well, shit spoiler. happens. Shit happens. Spoiler. Yeah. What's your favourite rendition of Robin? The Disney um, one. <laughs> the Disney one's awesome. I also have a soft spot I for did, Kevin Costner. I've never watched a Disney one, I must admit. Because like, when you guys, before we started recording, you were talking about how you didn't realise Robin Hood was in a fox. Yeah. It took me a minute to understand what you were talking about. Because <laughs> I've never actually watched the Disney one. No! I, there's That's a lot of Disney... Because I never really watched any of the Disney animated movies when I was younger. <laughs> you're, you're so uncultured, Tarmin. Come on, really? I watched the ones that they show us in school, but I never watched them at home. Oh, man, you've got re-education to be. Uh, you, oh, oodalally. This is, Are you guys going to get me like a box set of yeah. Disney? This is this is highbrow stuff, Tarman. Dude, yeah. <laughs> you guys thought Robin Hood was a fucking fox. Oodlally, oodlally. Even though this episode was about whether he's real or not. What is so wrong with that? <laughs> I I see foxes was... with bar- um, arrows all the time. Yeah, so because I've forgotten like... what the thing's called where you fire them from. <laughs> it's a bow. Yeah, bow and arrow. That's the thing. <laughs> And plus, like, foxes are, like, English outlaws at the moment as well, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a good way of seeing them. Yeah. They do fuck up our garbage, though, don't they? And they give to the poor. So themselves. they give it to the poor, so... Yeah. They give it to themselves. Yeah, I've seen it. They give it to They Mrs. give it fox. to the streets. Yeah. They give it to the rain. Saw a fox take a, a mouldy egg once and present it to a poor person. And the poor person just ran oh, away. Thanks. Yeah. It's just <laughs> right, better than a kick in the head, you know? <laughs> Yeah. I haven't actually watched that much Robin Hood. I watched the one with Rickman. Me and Matt talked about oh, it briefly, but I can't really remember it. Cosner I can remember one. Alan Rickman, but I can't really remember the actual movie. And Morgan Freeman played a, 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 a Saracen. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember that. And then that film itself was spoofed oh. with uh, Mel Brooks's Men in Tights, which is also awesome. <laughs> I can imagine. Oh, that. You know what my favourite adaptation of Robin Hood is? The one that me and Chris made. <laughs> Well, we're going to make. We discussed it yesterday. Oh, yeah, I'm Friar Tuck. Yeah, and I play Robin because I've got very loose, tight tights. Not loose. I'll be Robin. I'll be a Lady Robin Mm. that can't shoot a fucking arrow. It actually makes sense now because uh, apparently I do disappear around uh, pre-15 BC, but then I just appear with a bottle of wine every now and then, so (laughs) it it works out. Chris, my shooting of the arrows is shit anyway. Could you imagine how bad it would be a few bottles of wine in? Don't drink, you know. And plus, <laughs> you like, just said that you'd come along with a bottle of wine every now, every century or so. Yeah, for me. <laughs> okay, then. Because yeah, I bet it's bloody depressing back then and, you know, walking <laughs> through shit. I need a bottle of wine just to keep myself happy. Yeah, I know how we complain about, like, modern day life, but if we had to live without, like, a shower and stuff, do you think we'd be able to handle it? I'd do that anyway, so... I do that when I'm live-action role-playing The Walking Dead. I'm just like, I just won't shower for several weeks. All water is like holy water to me, so... My mum, like, spikes my water with holy water. Really? Yeah, I think she thinks it would spell the demons in me, but it doesn't work, does it, apparently? (laughs) That should make her an atheist. Yeah. Like, it hasn't worked so far. It's been years. It hasn't worked. Yeah, it obviously doesn't work. 
Either, <laughs> either, either I give up my entire religion and not believe it, or my child just isn't a demon. I think I'll believe the former. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what were we even saying? Oh yeah, our favourite depictions of the media. Like I, I watched the BBC series for like a couple of years because of Richard Armitage. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't watch it for a couple of years. I watched it for a couple of weeks, but I watched two years worth. Uh, I'd be mean to watch it because I do like the old English legend. Uh, I, I love. Yeah, but it's quite. It's not. It's for children. Yeah, but I mean, doesn't mean it can't can be good. watch it. I don't it, know. Maid Marion's got quite a lot of cleavage on Trey. Yeah, no, no adults can that. watch it, but it feels like it's for children. Oh yeah, mm. it's very well, campy, I, and I, like, I think the script just isn't there. I think Robin Hood kind of has to be campy because it's just it's a cheerful Fear story. You know, tight, it, it, it's, a, it's it's a yeah. story you want to have a feel good time with. You know, it's it's literally just uh, and not even purely evil, just uh, good versus corruption and. Um, it's not always feel good though, because I said before, Maid Marian dies in it. Which one? In in the BBC one. Oh, seriously? She dies, yeah, she dies like halfway through. Damn man, spoiler. But I Sorry. guess it's. I, I sort of like dropped what I sort of stopped watching it several episodes after that because Robin yeah. just got really annoying. I guess like. And they weren't showing Richard Armitage as much as I'd hoped. When you take five hundred years to, you know, watch a series anyway, I guess spoilers <laughs> kind of. There's no point, is there? So I'm not going to apologise for my spoilers to you anymore, Chris, because you take so fucking long watching everything. Yeah, well, I, I like to take my time with this stuff, you know. <laughs> um. <laughs> You're saving it for retirement years, aren't you? You know, spoil anything you want from me with Malcolm in the Middle, because I, 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 I've watched them all, so... That's fine. You can spoil Malcolm in the Middle for me. <laughs> How would I spoil Malcolm in the Middle for you? I can't even remember that show. Oh, such a good show. I, I did watch it, but, like, it's not memorable. Oh, it's 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 good memorable, though. Like, but oh, I just said it's not memorable. How is it good memorable I, if I, I said I, it's I, not memorable? I, it, 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 it's, you, you remember it when you see it, and you think, oh, yeah, this is a good episode. Yeah, oh, I like this, you know. It's just a good, wholesome show. Like Robin Hood, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to get it back round to Robin Hood. Though. I'm actually curving the arrow. Bending the bullet. <sighs> anyway, so your guys' favourite was the fox. Yeah, of I course. liked it. I like Kevin Cosner as well, but <laughs> purely like just because it's Kevin Cosner, you know. How could we forget the legendary Russell Crowe one, though? Ooh. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, where you can't work out where he's from. Like, you know. they, they obviously thought we've had too many years of camp and happiness. Let's. Who played yeah. Maid Marian in that? Wasn't she, like, a lot younger than Russell Crowe? I think she was, her? yeah. Who played her in the end, was I it? I can't remember. I didn't watch the fucking film. Oh, I've got No one remember. watched the film. I did. I went to the cinema to watch that. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, it was awful. <laughs> and you don't even know who played her? I can't remember now. I, re- I thought it was a famous actress, actually. <laughs> yes, I thought it was Sienna Miller. Kate Blanchett. Matt, it was Kate I... Blanchett, for God's was sake. Was it Kate Blanchett? Yeah. Why would she do that? I don't know. It wasn't Kate Blanchett, was it? Yeah, it was. The stuff but... people oh. do for Ridley Scott. Well, I, 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 I bet Russell Crowe is the one that masterminded it, because he sounds like the kind of guy that would call up Ridley Scott in the night and go, Ridley, we need another film. Uh, you know, Ridley just like, oh, okay, just don't beat me up again. Good, good, you know. To be fair, like, Russell Crowe, he seems to have simmered down of late. Like, he doesn't seem to be having temper tantrums. Yeah. Apparently he was being nice when filming Robin Hood, because I heard loads of stories about how he's, like, the nicest guy in the world. Wasn't he a dick and in he... Gladiator or something? Yeah, but that was, like, 20, well, 15 years ago. I know, but it obviously got shit done, didn't it? 
That's true. That is true. And now he's stuck doing the Man of Steel. Yeah. yeah. Playing his dad. I like him. He's playing Man Superman's Steel. dad. Not even Superman. He's Superman's dad. <laughs> what was it? Cal L. No, not Cal L. Jarrell. Jarrell. Man. Isn't that condoms? Jarrell. Jurex. So Yulu was Jurex. telling me how um, they're filming Wonder Woman. In Trafalgar Square, I think she expected me to get excited, and I didn't. And I never actually explained to her why I wasn't excited. <coughs> it's because it's not Wonder Woman. It's like Cameo Woman in the middle of a two-man film. No, no, I think they were filming actual Wonder Woman, because that's coming out next year. Oh, OK. Oh, girl, girl power. Yeah, but I'm not excited about this whole DC universe. I watched Man of Steel. I thought Man of Steel <laughs> was all right. It's hard to be excited. I feel like I was the only one that actually liked Man of Steel. You probably were. I've not met anyone that liked it. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah. Like Henry Cavill, he's just not. He can he can like be an actor. I mean, he could hold supporting roles. I just don't think he's like a leading man. He doesn't have mm. the screen presence to be anyone. Are you still just bitter about Brendan Ruth? Brandon. Ruth. I'm not like Brendan Ruth. He does fine. I like watching him in the stuff that I watch him in now. Have you seen Dylan? He's doing Dog. Legends of Tomorrow now. That's actually finally getting good after five fucking episodes. Oh. And he was good in Chuck. He was good in Arrow. I love Brandon Ruth. He does. St- he does still work. Yeah, I see him more regularly than I see Henry Cavill. That's so. true. I mean, uh, he got out of the Superman curse quite well. But I want to see if Henry Cavill suffers. You know. Well, I think he already is. Has he done anything other than Superman? Yeah. He did Man from Uncle or UNCL because it's like an oh, abbreviation well, or something. Mm. I watched that. You watched it? Yeah. Oh my god, you actually have insight when we're talking about a comic book thing. Yeah. Was it any good? I wouldn't, it's not like great film, but it was, it was like watchable. It's one of those ones, you, you know, you're not. That's Guy Ritchie, isn't it? Yeah. See, it's Guy kind Ritchie. of fun to watch, but it, it's not like, you don't go away thinking, oh, that's a that's really good film. That's an excellent piece of cinema, and I was happy I paid money for it. It's I mean, some, something that if it was on TV, you might sit down and watch it, but you don't want to go out of your way to watch it. Yeah. Ah, so one of those. A lot of movies lately have been one of those. Awesome. I'm sort of an, when I go to cinema, I'm sort of annoyed that I've actually paid and watched something when I could have watched it on TV in about a year's time. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thought... Robin Hood. We were talking about the brilliant Ridley Scott Russell Crowe adaptation of Robin Hood that everyone yeah. watched. How much fucking money did they pour into it? It was really expensive. It to was make, really it? expensive. They had like. like I, how could it have cost that much? They were in a fucking forest. I haven't seen the film. What but overheads were? It's there? not. It, it's that's not. Um, it's not really. It's, it's a whole massive like. There's bits where they're fighting some castle. Or yeah, something, like there? there's a siege, isn't there, or something like. Yeah. Real proper. Fe- I, I support real proper effects and stuff, but that you know it just and didn't they set it up for a sequel as well or something? Yeah, it was, wasn't Big some of it the seaside as well? Well, not like the seaside is in, but there's a bit at like. Um, well, they're like doing a D Day, but the with sea or something, aren't they? Yeah. Viking stuff. What I'm saying is that the Robin Hood BBC series they made it for like five pound twenty, okay. So I don't understand why a movie. I don't, sometimes I don't understand why movies cost so much money to make. Well, I get the CGI movies that they're they're expensive, but ones that aren't. Well, why are they so fucking expensive? A good example is to look at every Johnny Depp film that isn't uh, an yeah, A-list film. Yeah, that's his paycheck, isn't it? Though exactly, that's Half the that point. Like, is his paycheck. A, a lot of these films don't look like they're high budget, and yet it's the actor himself. I mean, look at Russell Crowe. That guy could demand whatever he wants, you know? Not now. Not now, of course, but, you know, now he's Jor-El, you know, he's retired, so... Yeah. Remember that Reese Witherspoon movie from a couple of years ago with Owen Wilson? That, that was like a romantic comedy and it cost like $150 million to oh, make. Oh, yeah, what was that called? 
I don't know because no one watched it. Oh, that's a good point. I don't. I, ju- I don't understand how you can piss away so much money. And sometimes actors they really don't deserve their paycheck because they think they're a star. It's it's like rent work on where you have it. Um... Yeah, but I don't think they can demand as much pay, pay as they used to because people are going elsewhere for their entertainment. Could have been a like real pirate interfering pirate. producer or something. What? Could have been a real nightmare producer Who? or something. Possibly, but I think it's a lot of it is down to paychecks and things. <laughs> Because now people aren't paying for their shit. They're either waiting for Netflix. Mm. Stuff's getting released directly onto Netflix rather than the cinema. Yes. Yeah, basically people can't demand the pay that they used to, and they can't... But then that also means you can't spend as money as you used to on something. I like it, though, because they're churning out good quality stuff. Yeah, I know, because you can't just throw money at it, then. Exactly. And expect it to do well. Because they're actually, like, they want their product to do well so that people will watch it. So, obviously, they want to take care of it as well. It's not someone else's distribution problem. It's it's their own. So, they've got to manage mm. everything. Anyway, Robin Hood. Robin Hood. So, we've gone over what the law is about him and his fictional background. But me and Matt posed a question several months ago. Uh-huh. Is Robin Hood actually real? He's one of those legends where I, I wish he was, like, the Nessie legend as well. You kind of... Part of you really wants them to be real, but I, I believe he's kind of like um, other historical figures. Like, apparently there was a real Jesus, you know, regardless of what, what religion like anyone believes in. Apparently there was an actual guy who called himself Jesus. Um, like Robin, apparently there was a real Robin, but you know how legends can get stretched. and Yeah, you know. there is actually documentation of the, a Robin existing, yeah. and that's the character that Robin Hood is based on. Yeah. Well, it's first chronicled in the Sloan manuscripts that you can get in the British Museum. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't personally go to the British Museum, but it's free, so I might go there this weekend. Who knows? Go to the British Museum, children. It's free. Or the uh, National uh, Archives, maybe. Or the National Archives. Or the British Library. Oh. It's massive. I mean, you can't touch anything, but they all they, look so pretty. They, I, I ordered a book out uh, at one point, and it takes about... I think you you do it on a computer, and it takes about yeah. half an hour for them to find it. I think. Yeah, I know because it's massive. Yeah, it's a massive tomb library. But it is beautiful. It's wonderful. You know? So, guys. But be careful don't... if you go to National Archives. Don't sweat on anything, or else that's oh, actually yeah, yeah. a criminal offence. There's a lot of stuff they can't actually let you touch. Yeah. Anyway, so according to the Sloan manuscripts, Robin was born in 1160 mm. in Lockersley, also known as Locksley nowadays. And it was not in Yorkshire, Matthew. That's why I got confused before. It was not in Yorkshire because it didn't exist back then. It was in Staffordshire. Uh-huh. Staffordshire. So I, w- I wasn't fucking up, Matt. I just got confused. No, the, f- the first poem. Yeah, I know. Uh, but the this, this is the, Robin yeah, but this is the real person. Yorkshire. I got them mixed up. This All is right. the real Robin that we're talking about now. Okay. Okay. So he was a North Countryman, and you'd see him in Sherwood Forest and... Apparently, a place called Whitby. Don't know where that oh, is. Oh, Whitby! I went Yorkshire. there for a holiday. Really? How is it? It's like a seaside, a port town. Yeah. Um, okay. I think that's where Dracula originated. I thought he's from Transylvania. Yeah, but like uh, the writer, he lived in Whitby. Wait, Dracula isn't a real person. I'm Bram Stoker. You know where Dracula originated. Dracula wasn't a real person. Where he was, where the story Dracula was written. 
it's not a story. It yeah. actually happened. It's real life, Chris. It's real life. Oh, right. You, you've oh, you've right, like, for, uh, Vlad the... Oh, in, 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 Vlad the, the penetrator. Vlad the impaler, yeah. yeah. He seems so interesting. We should do what, an episode on Vlad. He, he uh, existed around the Baltic at the time of the Teutonic Night Crusades, I think, or, or give or take How a couple of years. you know that? I just do. Anyway, so, like, the first recollection of Robin doing anything was when he... Got into an uh, I wrote down arrow shooting contest. I think I meant archery. Archery contest, yes. So arrow shooting that's, contest that's... with Little John, <laughs> where the arrows that fell, were, well, the place the arrows that fell ended up being designated Robin Hood's clothes and Little John's clothes. So Little John existed as well. Nice, yeah, my favourite. <laughs> and the person Robin became famous because of his generosity to the peasants and how he hated the sheriff because of, yeah, like we mentioned in the story, the same reason, he was oppressive and a dick. Mm. Rather than being alive during King Richard's time, it was theorised that he'd probably be around the time of King Edward II, which would make sense because this is 1160 rather than the 1300s. And it turns out he was murdered by his aunt at the behest of Sir Roger de Doncaster. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Actually happened. Oh. So, yeah, there was you thinking that, oh, this Robin guy didn't exist. Well, I'm, I'm glad he did. Um, I'm glad to get a bit more... I'm glad Little John is, actually existed as well, but... Yeah, man, but the, what a tragic end. Was his yeah. name actually Robin Hood, though? Well, no, no, Hood was the nickname. His first name was Robin. Robert, wasn't it? Robert Robert of Loxley. I thought it was Robin. I got down it was Robin. I thought it was born Robin. And then... Mm. I assume... I because Robin Hood isn't his name in the actual tales either. Oh. His name's Robin of Loxley. Okay. I mean, they didn't have surnames back then. Oh, oh okay. Just titles. Well, you don't really have surnames back then. When did the Vikings come around? It was around... Uh, because um, they fought the Saxons, didn't they? So that was like from Norway, right? It, yeah, it was. It was around the time of um, William Wallace. I think it was around the same time William Wallace existed. When was that? Was it before, pre, or post Robin Hood? I have no idea, to be honest. Because I think the surname sort of came from the Vikings, because mm. their children would get the first name of the father and the family name as, as their well. surname, and then and the end it will be son. Uh huh. So, Chris son, that's what your child would be if you're a Viking. Nice. Matt son, that's what your child would be if oh, you're a Viking Matt. Odin son, it makes sense. Odin now. son, yeah, that's how, that's, yeah, that was part mm. of the law. Nice. I'm glad you picked up on that. That's... I wasn't going to bring it up because we've got Matt here. Oh, that's so but... cool. <laughs> but... Anyway, what were we even talking about? What I want to know is, um, it, it was obviously because he was he was quite charitable, but where did the well, outlaws come not, from? He was not nobility. <laughs> right. In well, real life. Uh, the, the, the odd thing is, like, in the earliest kind of fictional representations of Robin Hood, he wasn't generous at all. He, he did, There's no um, kind of reference to him giving to the poor. Yeah, I think that's another thing that's been built up over time, though. Yeah, but uh, that's in, like, the earliest kind of representations. There's no mention of oh, that. Then why did it... OK, I don't know. It, Maybe we should have looked up come, the first That's something in. that's happened later on. So, yeah. So we're getting all these different... Um, you what? Getting all these different like origins, but we we never know. Like we find out more about what he used to be represented as. But I just I find it fascinating how the tale gets stretched to make him more likable and you know just a decent hero. Yeah, I think they made him. They built up his status as in a social status over time. Actually, as like sort of a 
a way to tell peasants that, oh, the rich are with you as well. Yeah, like, it makes but sense, Robin right? Robin was sort of on their level at the beginning. Yeah, uh, when you think about it, like, you said Richard existed in the Third Crusade and a little bit after the actual Robin supposedly existed. And then that might be around the same time um, the Robin character became a noble and was a strong supporter of Richard and his crusade. Uh, Possibly, kind of yeah. like propaganda for the Third Crusade itself, in a way. It would make sense if that was the point where it was changed. Yeah, that, w- that would make sense because and there's such a big gap. Friar Tuck is added in, you know, to keep the, the people holy. Yeah, but that was added in while, uh, quite a while later. Yeah. Oh, right. Him and well, Big Marion were added in quite a while later. Nottingham in general was added later on, because um, yeah, the, the original one has no mention of Nottingham. It's all Yorkshire yeah. and places like that. So, And so, Yorkshire didn't exist when the real Robin was around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of an odd one, that. There's a bit I feel of debate like about probably... Nottingham. Well, well, there's a bit of debate about how late Nottingham was introduced into the tale because I watched one doctor and she said it was like wasn't until the 1700s, but apparently there was a play in like the 1400s that mentions Nottingham. So it's a bit there's a bit of debate there. Well, it could be just be adapted to wherever they're taking place. Yeah, because that you get that a lot. Like yeah. you have works of Shakespeare that they adapt it to fit a certain time or place. That mm. it's being staged or whatever. But they usually keep so it might be that. the core concepts quite consistent, don't they? I mean, with Shakespeare. Yeah, but the place isn't that core, I guess, as long as the story is still the same. Yeah, I suppose so. The location is only so important. I agree with what Chris said, because there's such a big gap in time between the Rob, real Robin being alive and the first documented story. I think they might have heard about this Robin guy who was a bit nice. I didn't get details about how nice he was to the poor <coughs> and how, yeah. how how much he rebelled against the sheriff. So they might have gotten a glimpse of a story or someone might have told them about well, that and they adapted it to fit into their little tale. I know a tiny bit about this because the original poem the kindness comes from the fact that uh, he meets a knight in the forest somehow and uh, this knight doesn't have any like money on him and uh, so robin provides him a meal but says you've got you've got to pay for this meal but then the knight reveals that he's actually his son's a criminal oh. he's done some committed some felony and the cuz this this time the uh, the st mary's um, it's an abbot or something, and the monks back then they're not they're not particularly nice people. They're demanding that he pay them four hundred pounds or something like that. Bloody hell! And in in this Robin Hood, because because this um, guy has told him the truth, Robin Hood decides to give him the four hundred pounds to give to the monk. But later on, Robin Hood, as this this guy is going to meet the monk, they ambush the monk and steal something like eight hundred pounds off him. Uh-huh. So that's where the kindness comes from. It, it's not actually kind of... But he doesn't then that, go that give the stuff to the poor. That might not even mean he's kind. That might be, oh, he's found his mark. He could be a con man and he's found his mark. Could be, actually. Well, he was generous enough to give this guy 400 quid. Mm, so. Possibly. Or it might just be because he was a knight. If you, if you were any sort of patriotic at all and someone that had come home just from war, let's assume that you're okay with the war, Matt. <laughs> like an army, a soldier had come home from war and he'd fallen on hard times. So you'd help him, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. It might just be sort of that, like that. Mm. He might be a supporter of the knight and yeah. what he stands for. 
But that doesn't particularly mean... Because a knight is still quite high status. Well, yeah, it's certainly higher status than... So it's not yeoman, like he's giving to the poor, then, is he? It's still generous, though. That's the point. That's where the generosity comes from. Mm. £400 but, is a lot of money. It's a lot still but, today. Yeah, yeah but, but could you imagine how much it will be then? Yeah. But, yeah, but as, as I said, there's no, there's no mention of him giving to peasants. So oh, the yeah. idea that he stood up for peasants is a bit... It's a bit of a kind of moot point. Hmm. It's to make the character look good. Yeah, and it works. Yeah. I think everything that because he's evolved so much over time, everything that's evolved him in him or in his character has just been done to make him seem more likable and more relatable. Oh, definitely. There is there's one more interesting point I'm going to just bring up. Um, there, one of the, another early mention of him is in something called the Original Chronicle, which is 1420. This is meant to be like a his, history of Scotland which is a bit weird, so I don't know how he comes into this, but in this is the original story of Macbeth and the witches. So oh, what really? I, Yeah, so what I was kind of thinking is, it kind of brings into this idea that Robin Hood's kind of a bit of, like, a myth, and how kind of myths become, like, real almost. So the whole, like, the whole Macbeth story existed years before Shakespeare wrote it. So it does show how stories kind of get adapted as time well, yeah, goes by. Yeah. And they well, kind of mutate only... into different myths. Yeah, because there's only so many original stories in the world. Yeah. And the life is full of adaptations. You can see that just in our entertainment industry. There's so many adaptations yeah. of so many different things. It's the same with stories in general. Yeah. Because mm. there are so many similarities. I still get annoyed about a book that was written. The mm. woman that did Twilight, she did a follow-up about aliens. Yeah. I wrote that fucking story What's when that? I was about 13. The host. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that story when I was 13. Oh, yeah. So I'm annoyed. But then again, I feel my one was better. So me as a 13-year-old was better than her writing. <laughs> but, yeah, like, all I'm saying, I don't think she plagiarised me. All I'm saying is that there's, like, there's only so many different stories you can tell. There's always going to be some sort yeah. of overflow. You're always going to get ideas from somewhere else, even if you don't know it. And people plagiarise without even realising. Oh, uh, yeah. That's yeah. True. But it's, it's interesting. Like, a lot of, like, the early mentions of him are, like, they refer to him as, like, a famous murderer. So he, really? Yeah, really? he didn't have he didn't have at the time he didn't have a very like popular well particularly I suppose with like um I think what they call like gentry, so the upper class people. Oh they didn't right, particularly yeah. like him because he's this he's meant to be he's Robin from the Rick. Yeah. So of course. yeah, he's he's not viewed particularly. He only became a hero. I when guess he... back then it wasn't a big deal to kill people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean it's survival of the fittest back then. Even to, like, peasants, the fact that he killed people wouldn't have been that, as long as it was killing the people they didn't like. Oh, it'd yeah. been all right. They didn't care, because that's what a lot of people were like back then. So they, did, they didn't mind that he killed people. Well, you wouldn't. It's a different time. Yeah. That's how they survived back then. Yeah. But to me, it's just shocking that they had some sort of societal structure back then. Because it seems so long ago. Well, I think humans always make some kind of structure. Mm. Yeah, there's always people who manage to get to power somehow, That's, even in yeah. like the most simple of societies. So, yeah, hmm. yeah. So, have, have we worked out who it is yet? Who who is Robin Hood? <laughs> He's Robin that was born in Lockersley. But I don't think everything in the stories is stuff that Robin had done. I just think they sort of latched on to the name and the type of person he was well, I'm still and ass- adapted the stories from them. I'm still well, assuming he was good with an arrow, right? Bow and arrow? Yeah, right no, there. he was, because I said they had the arrow shooting contest. Yeah. yeah. But, um, or archery, as some people call it. So, yeah, he was good at arrows. I think they took some traits of this Robin of Lockersley. 
and they adapted it into the story that suited them at the time. And that, again, has evolved from time to time. Yeah. So I do think Robin was real. It's just I don't think he was a person that we see about in Kevin Costner's movies oh. and Russell Crowe's depiction. Oh. Unfortunately. Yeah. I, I think it could be, like, a bringing together of different stories. Yeah. Or different, like, people. Taking the best qualities I'm, and... Uh, yeah. times when uh, it suited the public who uh, told them. Yeah, because um, also you find him, like, a lot of the times where he gets mentioned again is, like, during times when there, there were, like, peasant revolts and stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, is it Richard II? He was, he was one where the peasant revolt happened and stuff like that. And, and so it's like the 1400s. Yeah. And apparently, wasn't he the regent? He wasn't actually that bad, was was he? Or? What, King oh, John? No, King, King, King John. John. He, he, what, he wasn't particularly great. He, there was no, a, he was, it was true. It was oh, true right, about okay. the taxes and he stuff like that. Then. Yeah. Well, that's why that's why Magna Carta had to be invented. Because I didn't he, know if um, it was, was going to be like uh, Xerxes, who uh, is portrayed as evil all the time. Apparently, he was quite yeah. good to his people, and uh, you never know. You never know how history gets. It's true that because like Richard Third gets presented as as kind of being evil. Oh yeah. But I think, uh, um, but there's there's a bit of debate of how bad he really was. Yeah, so. they, 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 he was probably like an early Churchill, you know, like he was terrible with policies, but he had a one of those British Lionheart sort of things going on, you know. Yeah, he's always thought yeah. of as a, uh, he is actually thought of like an icon of heroicness, Richard Lionheart, in some places. Yeah, whereas I have only heard about him in Robin Hood. Uh, I think Robin Hood's <laughs> the first one. Yeah. Oh, I've just realised what my favourite Robin Hood adaptation is. Yes. Green Arrow. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> 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 he just came to me and was like, hold on a second, Arrow, Green Arrow. Oh, my God, that's Robin Hood. Yeah, it is Robin Hood. Did it take from did the it, did it, to the Did it take it, you that, that long to realise that was a Robin Hood clone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, I'm going to give you a crash course on the 90s version of Robin Hood, right? This is the crash course 90s historical, ultra-true, factual evidence, right? So uh, Robin Hood wasn't even from North Yorkshire. He was, like, from America, and he sailed <laughs> over and was born. Uh, his mum sailed over and was born, but he kept his American accent, right? And uh, Morgan Freeman totally time travels, so he existed back then, too, as a Saracen, <laughs> and he had sneakers. And, no, no, um, he just doesn't age. He's always been around. Exactly, man. And um, so, like, they teamed up, and they had, like, a blind swordsman, and um, and and Little John was totally like a almost Vikingish, but he had a really white, a little voice, um, and he ate a lot. And they all got together and they like stormed a castle with some wooden poles. And um, and Robin was really good with arrows, so he shot lots of some arrow fire arrows, and he totally banged Maid Marian, and they married <laughs> in the forest. And uh, there was like a friar tuck who was also like a, a Buddhist monk, who um, he could he could like take people out of a pole, but he was all holy about it and shit. And they all had a fun time in the forest and and uh, and Richard Lionheart came back and won everything so America yeah. <laughs> America <laughs> yeah also I mean totally bang made Marion I've seen that in like the century poems and stuff like that yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's historical fact yeah I've heard all those ballads I went to the um the National Archives and found that out and it did say total totally banged us uh, <laughs> did, he, did, he, did they describe what positions was it doggy or well it was very religious or? back then so yeah it was missionary because <laughs> he's bringing her his light was Friar Tuck watching or something like oh, that oh yeah well. like he was being all Buddhist and shit and pretending to meditate but he kept one eye <laughs> open he wasn't you know away with the birds 
Yeah, much was actually there just drawing it and making the first ever porno. The first ever porno, and it was so epic, like... <laughs> what is the first... No, let's not get into that. That is a tale for another time. <laughs> What's the first ever porno? That's going to be our next episode. <coughs> I was Ooh. joking, that will not be our next You're episode. You're laughing I now, to God. but... Oh, I quite like the idea of that. We're not doing <laughs> the first ever porno as our next episode. Because mm. I know you guys would like researching it, but... Yeah, you've probably done enough research. In I, your life, I can then. already see the opening sentence. It's like a early, like late eighteen hundreds. The first flash of a camera was born. However, little did they know there were some other flashes happening too. Now, I think the first ever pornos came from Egypt because you know how they painted on the the walls of the pyramids. Oh, dude, yeah. Inside, I think they did pornographic pictures, right? You... That must be how people learned. That's another thing. How did people learn? To have sex, because, like, it's it's sort of back in the caveman times. How oh, here we go. Out? Yeah. How'd they figure it out? It's just about... I don't understand. Back then, back then, like, it's just... You ever seen, like, a baby toy? And how yeah. it's like the square goes in the square, uh, the circle goes in the circle, and they figure it out, right? Well, cavemen had tons of time to figure that shit out with shapes. <laughs> and they were like, oh, shit, this fits. Fair enough. There's a lot of stuff I don't understand about the world. Like me and Matt were talking about feminine um, hygiene products and how how pe- how women went around without them back in way back in the day. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't understand this world, and I'm so happy. I hate the modern times, but I'm happy I live in them. It all comes down to your uh, view on whether women should have shaven armpits, I suppose. Well, they should because per- purely for hygiene reasons. Then you when should you live sweat, in the modern times. When you sweat, yeah. it would stay if like the smell of it would stay if you have hair. That's the same with everything. It just clings to the hair. Mm-hmm. So we should shave even if it's purely for hygiene, hygiene reasons. Not if, not just if you don't want to impress anyone, but purely for hygienic reasons. Mm-hmm. Get rid of it. That's my personal opinion. Like women, you own your own bodies; you can do whatever you want. But that's my personal opinion. I imagine someone listening to this having like a, a mind gasm of realization from this. Like, and that, that's where the smells coming that's from. Where the smells like, coming from. Day. Get rid of it. <laughs> so Tom is telling you to shave your armpits. No, she's okay. Women, women, you own you your own bodies. You can do whatever you bodies, want with don't them. You, Tom, That's Shut what up. you think. Yeah. Shut up. Women, yeah. you own your own bodies. You can do whatever you want with them. If you want to keep your hair, keep your hair. If you want to get rid of it, get rid of it. Don't pay any attention to me. Decide yourself, because I'm not going to get saddled with any of your fucking problems. Athena has spoken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so basically, I should be the message is don't pay attention to Tarman. <laughs> or I should be I like Trisha. The sound of that. I could lecture people all day. Yeah. I'd be like a nicer Jeremy Kyle. Oh, yeah, with the theme song. And... I'd love to be Jeremy Kyle. Like meeting all those people. Oh my God, <coughs> they exist. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think, in the end, though, uh, real or not real, the legends. Oh, that yeah, is. Well, I forgot we were doing an episode. <laughs> real or not real. I'm glad he exists in some form, and uh, sometimes you can call it a lie, but when a lie makes you feel good and it's brought so much moral and entertainment over the years, you know, you can only like it, and it makes you think what kind of other legends will they come up with in 500 years about us, you know? Probably not a lot, because we've got YouTube now, so... So people can actually document us. I don't think they're going to come up with more legends based in our time. I'm just hoping, like, something tragic will happen in the future. Now... Bear with me. Something tragic will happen in the future. 
Maybe. We'll go through a dark well, age. that's definitely happening at some or point. Or some sort of ice Because I'm planning it. And then people in the future will, like, find ancient things from the past and think, like, Spider-Man actually existed and so did <laughs> Batman. And, like, all these are, like, legendary, you know. They're the legends of tomorrow. The legends of tomorrow, yeah. Today. I don't watch a lot of Robin Hood fiction, but I gather he he entertains a lot of people, so um, I'm glad he's out there. And by the time this episode goes up, there's probably going to be an announcement about another fucking Robin Hood movie. Hey. So, yeah, hey, Woo. we'll look forward to 2017. Totally excited, man. Oodalally, oodalally, golly, what a day. We should place bets on if there is an announcement for a Robin Hood movie by the time this goes up. Yeah, I'll be right with that. Because there's probably a good chance that there will be. There's probably one in development that we just have overlooked. Starring Johnny Depp, Paul uh, yeah. Simon. As Maid Marion. Oh, yeah. And Gene Simmons as uh, Friar Tuck. Gene Simmons? Yeah. Isn't she an actress? Isn't he was a uh, kiss. Oh, okay. I thought you took for an actress. The one with uh-huh. the tongue. Oh, right. That's mm-hmm. how I know him, the one with the really long tongue. I wonder what we can do with a long tongue. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so Matt, do you have any closing statements? Um, no, not really. I, I don't really care. <laughs> I, I haven't learned a goddamn thing. <laughs> All I care about is the Disney film exists. Um, yeah. I'm devastated he's not a fox, so, I mean... Now, Chris, you have learned something. You've learned that a Robin of Lockersley was real. Yeah, that's true. In Staffordshire. I'm happy about that. Hmm. Where did you read that, though? I, never I googled read that. was Robin Hood real. Oh yes, of course. <laughs> and it came up with the Sloan manuscript. accuracy. No, no, no. Well, the Sloan manuscripts exist, and they're in the British Museum. So I did, I did Google. Do the Sloan manuscripts oh, manuscripts exist as well? Don't worry. Oh good. But I did a lot of googling. I actually did research for this one because I knew I didn't have to Wikipedia it because I knew that shit. Well, that's what counts, isn't it? Mm. So I because this episode was about whether he's real or not. Of course, I have to figure out whether he's real or not. <laughs> All right. Well, in th- in that case, uh, do you have any parting words? I did mine before Matt. I thought you did. <laughs> Matt was the only one we were waiting for, so I said, Matt, do you have any words? <laughs> and he said, don't give a fuck. I didn't quite say that, did I? I basically summed up your sum up. I, yeah, I, I, pretty much. Throughout this podcast, I've been trying to sing, like, songs from the old Disney film, but I can't remember what they are. Like, oh, King John, I can't remember, to be honest. Oh, you know what I should do? You know what I should do? Right around here, in about five seconds, ten seconds' time, yeah? Mm-hmm. I'll do a fade, and we'll fade into one of those songs from the 90s. Yeah! Wait, what? Yeah. The 90s? Whenever it came out, okay? <laughs> 67 or something like that. 67, whatever. Yeah, man. I didn't know what you were referring to. Ooh, I, I said ten seconds, listeners. I meant at 20. So, right around now, we're going to fade out now. <laughs>